This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. As we continue to work our way towards training camp and through the dead period of the NFL offseason, you were talking to me at the beginning. I was telling you kind of what we wanted to discuss on this episode here, and you were saying, yeah, Dale was talking to you or saying stuff on the air on his show. This is the time of year where people will kind of just say stuff in front offices. Right. Anonymous scout mm-hmm. says this. Or, hey, I got the, it for you right here. It's officially the time he tweeted this. It's officially the time of year when websites that rely on clicks just make stuff up because there's actually nothing going on in the NFL <laughs> right now because every team is out of their office because they're no longer required to hold minicamp and training camp has yet to start. And you know what? You know, you get one of these websites, talk to an NFL scout, and you know, the NFL scout anonymously can say really anything that they want it ain't going to come back onto them so you get a lot of this guy said this this front office said this and that actually pertains to cam hayward and the steelers we'll get to that in just one second we're also going to look at another tier list that was made by cbs.com for quarterbacks and talk about where kenny landed there but before we do that let's have a little just to illustrate (laughs) the dead period i want to i went to nfl.com and i'm just going to read down the news headlines for you by the way, if you did this about a month ago, it would have been crazy with rumors and signings and, you know, minicamp storylines. But now that we are here, the number one news story right now in NFL.com. Hey, man, what is it? It's got to be big. Five biggest camp storylines for each NFC North team. How about that? I said Not it's got to really be news. big. I said it's got to be big, and we got the five biggest stories coming out of the NFC North camps. Not really news, but that's your headliner right now at NFL.com. J.J. Watt almost signed in Pittsburgh to play with brother T.J. That's the second wow. headline. Almost. You mean like three years he ago? He almost did it, he, man. So one guy who's no longer playing football almost did a thing three or four years ago? Amon Ross St. Brown, quote, I'll never forget, unquote, the 16 wide receivers picked before me. I've heard that same storyline like 25 uh, times billion. when it comes to Amon Ross St. Brown. Didn't they do that thing with him last year where he tried to name them all? Could, like he, they do, had could him. he even really do I it? think he could, actually, but he probably studied beforehand. You know what's, what's a great thing that I always think of when someone brings up that kind of, oh, I, I'm never going to let that chip get off my shoulder. Antonio Brown said he chose the number eight times four, or 84, because 8 times 4 is 32, which is the number of teams that pass on him, including the Steelers. Buddy, I mean, you were a six-round draft pick. That number should be like, what, 300-something? <laughs> not just 32? Panthers Gross Matos, excited for the switch to outside linebacker. And I'm really excited to watch that switch to outside yeah, linebacker. Yeah, I mean, that's, a, that's the fourth biggest storyline in the NFL right now. That's number one four guy right on now. One team excited to switch from outside to inside. Colts Jim Irsay, we have to get Richardson on the field. Trent Richardson. Thanks for that. Thanks for that <laughs> nugget of knowledge, Mr. Jim Irsay. Did you see Irsay? He said this on the Pat McAfee show, by the way. Did you see him light a cigarette up while he was on the air? With I did Pat not, McAfee no. and the boys. That's Sigs one in, of the more. inside. It's one of the more unique owners yeah, that for the sure. NFL has. I think it's him and Mark Davis going right up against each Jerry other. Jerry Jones. Jerry's in a class of his yeah, own. Yeah, I guess so. Tier of his own. Top free agents available. Where does Cook rank? Now, there's one that actually might get my click. I don't know why that's not that's number not one. That's not number one. Everybody needs and to be talking about And number two should it. be where is DeAndre Hopkins going to go? Burrow on the rivalry with Kansas City. We'll see them in week 17. <laughs> <laughs> that's like five months away. <laughs> I think longer, right? Oh, no, you're right. Five months. I know. No, it's January. It's six months <laughs> six away. Six months away. We'll see them then. They're going to get a fistful then. Uh, I understand that this is a 
365-day-a-year website for the NFL, and they have to continue to generate clicks, but that's, some of this is just funny, especially the gross no, Matos I mean, this excited they, to move to outside linebacker. This is what they have to do, but here's the thing, Tom. They have this one three- to four-week spell of just this kind of lists and rankings and where's this player going to go possibly. And then the other, what, 45 weeks of the year, they have real headlines every single one of those weeks. Yes, Because 100%. they own the this other the, 45 weeks of the year. This is the just keep swimming portion of the mm-hmm. year. They just have to get through these next three weeks. I, w- I think they're okay with 45 out of 52 weeks of the year. I, I think so too. The Steelers found themselves, or should I say a Steeler found themselves in a bit of the crosshairs when it comes to these, uh, I don't want to call them hot takes, but they're lukewarm takes from anonymous scouts, websites looking for clicks. And this one comes from an NFL scout that noted that his team is believing that Hayward is starting to decline. Now you hear that, and it's kind of like the knee-jerk reaction thing to say, this guy thinks Cam Hayward sucks. What a total joke. How's this guy a scout in an NFL front office? That's not really the language that he means. Decline has a harsh connotation to it, but maybe he just means that, you know, it's a slight decline. Maybe he means that he thinks the decline is about to happen. Yeah, it could be. But either way, I don't think currently it's very fair to say that. You can predict that a decline might come because of his old age, but to say that he is already in the decline is very unfair to Cam Hayward. Right. You would assume a decline means a progress of declining play. And what have you seen out of Cam Hayward these past couple of seasons that would give you the indication that he's on? he's not just on the wrong side of 30, but yes, his play is in fact matching that father time kind of slowing down pace. Yeah, I mean, the scout said uh, he's an instinctive pass rusher, great strength, he's better power rusher, one of the better power rushers in the NFL. But then he said, we thought he was starting to decline last year, which is to be expected given his age. But the stats don't back that up at all. Hayward increased his sack total by a half a sack last year from the year prior. His pressure rate also, went up. I mean, b- both he years, put up double a career digits. high in quarterback yeah. hits last year. I mean, he's in, still a force to be reckoned with, even though he's age 34, getting to age 35. So, again, if you want to come out and you want to say Cam Hayward, borderline Hall of Famer, slam dunk Steeler Hall of Honor, maybe starting to see a decline from him in the coming years just based on his age, the position that he plays, and track records of other players of his ilk. When they get to this age, they start to slow down. If you want to say that, that's fine. But to say that he started to decline last year is asinine. Right. Nothing backs that up. In fact, he kind of got a little bit better last year than the year prior. And he had to put on that Superman cape a little bit more last Mm -hmm. year because T.J. Watt was out for half a season. He became the dude again at the Mm -hmm. heart of that defense. And Mm -hmm. you remember in... uh was it when he was like the only guy out there stopping the run a couple of years ago for the defense and that Chargers game when you see Hayward running down the field 50, 60 yards? Right, I mean, right. That dude Catching Justin Herbert, right? 33 years mm-hmm. old at the time. He's still running that fast, still showing that kind of commitment. So I think it's very disingenuous for the scout to say Hayward already started his decline. That's unfair. Yeah. If you want to say the decline's coming, I'll entertain that talk because it's it's nothing more than just hypothetical mm-hmm. and talk but I'm not going to give you oh he's already starting to see we're already starting to see Cam slip a little bit 
Yeah. So when when he when this guy says he's starting to decline, do you think all he saw was that last year he had seventy four tackles, but the year before he had eighty nine? Last year he had first of all he had more sacks last season than he did two seasons right, ago. That's what I said. Half sack more. He had four passes deflected last year, but nine the year before that. So sorry. Does he not realize that last two seasons ago in twenty twenty one, as you said, Tom? Because of the value and the guys playing around him may have been Cam Hayward's best season of his career. I said, Cam Hayward had 75 combined tackles last season. Two years ago, it was 89. Does he think because that number dropped by 15, that's why he's on the decline? Let me tell you something else. I really don't care if that number dropped Let me tell you something else, Tom. The year before 89, Cam's high was Cam's sacked or tackle total was 54. And he only had four so sacks. So in one season he increased by 35 tackles. Right. I don't really care about the tackles going down either for Cam because the sacks went up, the pressure had, rate went yeah, up. He had four sacks in 2020, 10 sacks in 2021, three passes defended in 2020, nine passes in 2021. This guy is only looking at a two-year window seeing Except for the sacks, every number drop off. Well, and quarterback hits and pressure rate has gone up each year from 2020 to 2022. He didn't make all pro last year, though. Do you think that's So maybe thing that's is, just something you can call on and say, this well, guy, this guy's perennially been, for the past three years, either first or second team all pro. Now he's not. Oh, that tells me that the NFL thinks he's on the decline. I mean, I guess you have to. I guess, again, this guy has to be looking in a vacuum because every year, except for this past year in 2018, as you mentioned, he made either the first team or second team All-Pro, and he's probably looking at it saying, oh, well, he was first team in 2021, didn't make any, so he's got to be terrible, right? He, he's dropped off completely, whereas we thought that he was kind of snubbed for 2022's All-Pro team, right? Because it was obviously going to be uh, Chris Jones, who was the best player for Kansas City, and then we thought between Quinn and Williams, Dexter Lawrence, and Jeffrey Simmons, there had to be room for Cam Hayward above one of those three guys. But alas, AP thought not, the, the voters thought otherwise, and we all thought that he got snubbed for at least a second-team All-Pro appearance. But whatever, I mean, that's I don't think Cam is losing sleep over that. But this guy clearly just saw first-team All-Pro 2021, zero-team All-Pro in 2022, so that's clearly some kind of drop-off. Not realizing that the AP has to take into account every single player in the league, not just an individual guy, if they're worthy. Now, the question is, though... Let's take a look at this from the perspective of is the decline coming from Cam Hayward? Tough to predict when you see that the numbers didn't drop off at all last year. Mm -hmm. But I think in the back of everybody's head, you kind of have to expect. I don't want to say him falling off of a cliff, but he's going to slow down eventually. I mean, that position is one of the hardest to play in all of football. He's been doing it since he was 22 years old. He's going to be 34 this year. It's fair to ask that question. And I think the Steelers are kind of starting to, you know, cover their flanks when it comes to that. Drafting guys like Benton, trying to bring in guys in free agency. I would expect them to see, I would expect to see them take another defensive lineman pretty high in this coming draft class and another free agent addition, perhaps. They're, they want to be sure to have as smooth a transition from Cam to whoever the next person is as possible. So, you know, I think it's fair to kind of worry a little bit that that decline might be 
a little bit closer on the horizon than a lot of us hope it is when it comes to Hayward because, again, you just don't see that kind of longevity at that kind of level in that position in the NFL. No, I I mean, I completely agree with you, and you don't know what's going to come, Tom, because it could be either the case that he's going to be somewhat of a, not a unicorn, but somewhat of a, of a, uh, not the example, what's the, ob- like, you know, that saying, you're the, the ob- you know, you're either the example or you're the anomaly, right? The anomaly to the rule. Sure, is he going to be work. the guy, is he going to be the guy that really outlasts father time longer than expected? Because like Yeah, you that's said, a good point. Like, he could be just a special cat. He plays he till he's 37 and again, he's good. We don't think his play is worthy of the comments made by this scout of the falling off or tailoring off his or of his career but now ev- with every it could be that or it could be every year he gets older and every year you just don't know going into the season is this going to be the season where cam falls off now given his his performance over the last 5 or 6 years and we've always said He's kind of aged like a fine wine, right? As his career has gone on, he's gotten better and better. And you've seen that recognized, like we said, every year, except for last year in 2018, he's been named uh, to the AP All-Pro first team or second team since 2017. So we're going on almost six years now of, of him being on that roster. And we haven't seen him really show that he's not capable of making that team either on the first team or second team. But again, with age, you just never know when it's going to hit you. I mean, I'm we were we were sitting here a year ago thinking, is Tom Brady going to win the Super Bowl again? Because he's <laughs> still playing, and that team in Tampa is still decent enough to win around him. And he was, what, 45? He'd be 46 going into this season? So you just never know when it's going to hit you. Tom certainly thought he could keep playing until... This past season unfolded, and, and he thought, okay, it's finally time to hang him up. You just, you you never know. Still a little worried that Tom Brady might end up winning this year's Super Bowl, too, somehow. Just somehow. somehow some I mean, way. what if the Raiders win it all? That <laughs> would technically get him a ring, right? Owner, he's, player, coach. Yeah. Jackie Moon, Tom Brady. Right. Promoter. I don't think the decline is going to come this year, though, for Cam. I still think you're going to see an all-pro caliber kind of season from him. Um, is this kind of a last two raw? Maybe. But... I just don't see any reason to believe that it's going to happen this year. And I also think that Cam is a guy that likes to read his own press clippings a little bit. When people say some bad things about Cam, Cam knows about it and usually kind of responds to it on his own Twitter feed or social media feeds or responds with his play on the field. So I'm sure Cam has heard this from a veteran NFL scout. I'm sure he's laughed about it. I'm sure he'll use it to kind of motivate him. Mm Mm-hmm. If a guy like that even needs more motivation at, at that right. point in the NFL, I mean, like NFL I said, he, like we mentioned, he gets somehow even since he's come into the league in 2011, right? And we were blown away by his talent at a at a young age. He's gotten progressively better yes. as his career has gone on. So it's hard for me to imagine seeing that, right? Especially the set, the back half of his career being so much stronger of a Hall of Fame potential resume. And just thinking, all of a sudden, it's just going to happen because this guy says so. And I and I agree with you, Tom. Watching Cam Hayward and listening and following him throughout his career, it's become very apparent he doesn't take criticism like this very lightly. 
No, he does not. And that's why I would never criticize him. <laughs> he might actually come no. and find me and knock on my door, and that's the sight that I don't want to see. So other than wild speculation season, it's also list season, tiering season, ranking season, drafting season, whatever vehicle you want to use to rank players is being utilized. And as I was in my office this morning, early morning office. The big corner office, yes, right? Yes, of course. With the, with the nice windows on and both the sides of the wall. the flusher and the plunger, yeah. yes. I uh, was perusing through Instagram and saw CBS Sports and Will Brinson did a quarterback tier. What a very original thing to do, tiering the quarterbacks in the NFL. And the big three were obvious, Mahomes, Burrow, and Allen. Those were your your, your tier one, your holy, your holy trinity of the quarterbacks. Um, Kenny Pickett landed in tier five. And the other two quarterbacks that are in the tier with Kenny, Mac Jones and Brock Purdy. Tier six, right below him, you've got guys like Kyler Murray, Jordan Love, Baker Mayfield, Desmond Ritter, and Sam Howell. The rookies are all in in tier seven. Mm -hmm. Uh, The rookies that are expected to start, that is. So my question to you is, what does Kenny have to do this year to go from tier four to, or excuse me, from tier five to the jump to tier four where you've got guys like Goff, you've got guys like Prescott, you've got guys like Cousins, what does he have to do to make that leap? And more importantly, what does he have to avoid from dropping into that Sam Howe, Kyler Murray range? In well, I, I feel like no matter what, he has way more of a chance to drop, to move up rather than drop down, right? I do as well. And I think, honestly, out of the two other quarterbacks, Purdy and Jones in Tier 5, he's got the best chance of any of them to move up, too. Yeah, I mean, with Purdy being injured, I just have no idea. The quarterback don't... situation in San Francisco will always be a question mark. Purdy should be a Tier 6, if we're being honest. Like, he's he had a great run. Especially this is 2023. Like, he's not starting this season. No, he's going to be hurt. Mac Jones, I don't know how. I like, To me— I actually think it's fair that Mac Jones is on Tier 5. It's been only one year longer than Kenny's made the playoffs, and he's still stuck down there. I understand why Kenny isn't listed with Goff, Dak, Geno, Kirk. Tannehill doesn't make sense to me. Jimmy G, I have Tannehill does kind of make sense to me. I would put Tannehill in the same tier as Mac Jones, Kenny Pickett, and Brock Purdy. I don't know. I think that's maybe a little bit of recency bias, although we're talking about 2023. Right. So you kind of need recency bias. Um, I'm not going to argue if you think that Kenny's going to be better than Tannehill. I think Tannehill's probably one of the weaker members of that tier four, him or Jimmy there's G. Just, I mean, there's, there's, I'm not saying that Kenny, I think, is at the same level right now as, I don't know. I mean, I do think he's kind of right below them. See, and I he's don't, got the, he's got the potential to jump up this year. I don't know if he can get to Dak or Kirk but or here's those the, kind the, of guys. You know, I was saying, but I, I think was, he can get to Jimmy G and Tannehill. For sure, for sure. Goff, too. I mean, Goff, I Depends don't know on yet. What, Goff might come back down. The there. jury's out on Goff because we need to know, was last year a fluke or was he just in the wrong, with the wrong team and had to be with the right system, with the right players, and Detroit's really his home? He's also a man now. Like, let's just be straight right, up. Like, right, he's a 29-year-old right. man he was, now. He was like, a young guy when he, won, first when, he went to that Super, when he went to that Super Bowl. He was a young quarterback. Um I mean, to like, answer, no to surprises answer, in the to answer your question, what does Kenny have to do? I don't think Kenny has to do too much. He's got to throw for at least twenty plus touchdowns. I mean, at the very see least. that's that's so that's asking what we, what in normal terms for the NFL in today's standards, asking for twenty touchdowns is so little. 
Right. It's asking for so little. But those guys in Tier could, 3, I think, pretty much clear that oh, every, every year. year. Yeah. Every year. I mean, yeah, Kirk Cousins with Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen now has— uh, me, Tier 4, yeah. Now has Jordan Addison. Uh, Dak does it every year. Uh, no matter where Jimmy G is playing, he could do it pretty comfortably. I mean, we've only seen Geno do it once in his career, so I think the question marks there are are Geno and Goff, for sure. Tannehill, I really don't think, should be in that Tier 4. But every other guy is capable of throwing at least 20, 20 touchdowns minimum, right? Absolute minimum. And I think Kenny has that potential, so I don't think you're asking him to do much to move up to a tier with guys like Goff, Tannehill, technically, and Geno, and even Jimmy G, who just has had an up-and-down career, if he gets to a more stable stat line, I think the issue with Kenny Pickett, or I guess the general consensus or the general public's perception, their issue is that they look at the stat line and say, oh, well, his rookie year threw for, what, 3,000 yards and seven touchdowns and nine interceptions? That's not that, – that can't be good. you got to immediately just – immediately drop him down to tier five and say no higher than that, right? Yeah, and I also want to point out that guys in tier four, Kirk Cousins and Derek Carr, have been really a lot, or have been really the most comped guys when it comes to Kenny Pickett. Like, Mm -hmm. when people say, well, what do you see Kenny Pickett becoming? And people, you know, not, you know, being out of control and saying, he'll be Mahomes or Burrow, they say, yeah, I can see him as a car. I could see him as a Cousins. Really solid quarterback that's going to get you to the playoffs and maybe win you a playoff game or two throughout his career. And although Cousins and Carr are on Tier 4 right now, I think that's them kind of coming back down to earth a little bit. I think those two snuck up towards like a Tier 3 at some points in yeah. their career. Especially, there were times in, in uh, Oakland slash Vegas where uh, Carr was, was really dealing, freaking good. Dealing it. So you're saying of those guys in Tier 4... Like they're there, rightfully so, but they're kind of sliding down a little bit. Right. You're, so okay, but Kenny, you're... I, I don't want people to think like, oh, so Kenny's highest point in his career, if he gets to Cousins or Cars, is a tier four quarterback. Those guys were tier threes at one point. Right. So Kenny can get to that point. Right, right, right. I, I this the 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 middle of the pack here on this list, I think, is a little wishy washy. The for third me. one. Yeah, I mean Matt Stafford. What? With that elbow injury, we know what Ben was after that same elbow injury. I don't think anyone was putting Ben in a Tier 3 at that point. Brinson's taking a lot of let's have guys bounce back risk on that tier with Matt Stafford, with Deshaun Watson on that tier as well. Well, yeah, I guess Tannehill Wilson t- on Tana- that tier Tana- Tana two. two and tier four. I Tua mean, on that tier, like he's right. bound, he's batting on a lot of talented so, guys. I mean, I would back. immediately looking first glance. You got to move Stafford down. You got to move Daniel Jones down. You got to move Deshaun down, and you got to move Russell Russ down. down. I don't think Fields should be up there yet either. That's that's saying that's that's expecting a lot out of him. If this, this year. was a tiering of fantasy quarterbacks, he'd be like number one. Number, I think he is number one this but year. I just outside of the fantasy aspect. He has not translated to winning football games. I think yet. people have him going as the quarterback one in some leagues this year, just because of assume, I, assuming, I would assume that assuming he play, I'm using air quotes, he plays an entire season. He's been healthier than Lamar, so that's probably the tiebreaker. You're right absolutely there. right. Um, but with Fields, like I said, the winning hasn't translated yet. No, so. I get that there's a lot of hope and potential. Like you don't put up gaudy numbers like he has and not no. be good at the at, at quarterback in the NFL to some extent. But does your style of play translate to wins? Do you have the ability to make the right plays and not the exciting plays to help your team win football games? I think that's yet to be seen from Justin Fields. So yeah. talent wise, tier three, hell, even maybe tier two for him. 
But it's more than just talent in this game, especially at that position. And mm-hmm. I keep him around Tier 4, maybe even Tier 5 with Kenny, just because he's, he's young. He was he's a, done it one time, not even for a great full last season. Year. But not even for a full season. But his team picked number one overall. Right, right, so. right, right, right. I mean, they traded for it, but they were in the position to get up there. Right, they were still drafting right, in the a top good point. ten. They did trade up for the Panthers. They, but they were but drafting they, at number nine. So they were there. They were a garbage team last and year. And what did they? They what, lost what they, like every game once Claypool got traded. When to they them. drafted him, they took him at what, like fifteen? And then the year before, the year in between last year and when they drafted him, what what were they picking? Like somewhere in the top ten once again? Wait, no, we were right. The Bears did have the worst record. The Panthers traded up with the Bears. Oh, to get oh, the you were right. You were right. Yeah, the Bears were garbage. You they were, were right. the worst team in the NFL this year. You were right. How dare I was you wrong. try to make me think that I'm wrong? But no, yeah, you were right. So I'm sorry. But you can put up all the numbers that you want. If you're going to finish, if last, you're finishing dead last, I don't believe in you yet. Right. I think the potential. And he started there. a lot of those games that they lost to end the year. Because remember, didn't oh, they? Yeah. Go, didn't they start off like three and three, three and four ish? No, they were kind of like dark horsey at the beginning of the year, and then they like, lost like twelve straight. Like I remember that game against the Patriots on Monday Night Football. Right. They like just right. lit them up. Like mm-hmm. the Bears just destroyed New England, mm-hmm. and everybody was kind of like the Bears. Mm-hmm. And then they lost. It. They traded for Claypool right. and like lost every single game. I think right now the city, the the state of the NFL. There's only. Seven... I mean, he started 15 games last year. He went three and 12. Yeah, he's five and 20 in his career. He's won five games in two years. I'm gonna say, and he was hurt for a lot of those games too. He wasn't like particularly playing every snap of those games. I'm gonna say, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say right now there's only seven quarterbacks that you can truly rely on. Seven. Are you going to name them? You want to guess them? Mahomes, Burrow, yeah. Allen. Easy, easy, easy. Probably Rodgers is still in there for yeah. you. See, this is tricky. Rely on is different from being great. Hurts for sure. That's five. Yeah, you're on the right track. You so there's him. two more here. See, the, but these guys, see, you don't like Herbert, but I guess you rely on him. Yeah, so you, you, go you have to. I mean, he's a good quarterback. And then is it La- uh, my, is either I Lawrence it's, or Lamar? It's Lawrence. Because Lamar can't, gets I hurt too much. I can't rely on Lamar. But Lamar's a better quarterback right now than Lawrence. For now. For Like, right For today, now, yeah. Today. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. And, and uh, to go one step further, I mean, Burrow, Mahomes, Hurts, are really like the big three mm-hmm. that I would yeah, trust the most right that's now. About like, I don't even trust Allen as much as those three because no, he's kind of falling turning off. the ball over. And at least those three, Mahomes winning two, and Burrow and, and Hurts going to a Super Bowl. I mean, and you got to consider Allen just has yet to do it for you. Herbert can't even do it in the first round of the playoffs. These guys haven't won their conferences yet. Lamar hasn't won a playoff game in what four seasons? He's won three one seasons? Game, yeah. Rogers. I mean, yes, he's gone to his conference championship game so many times of his career. But he loses all On the road, at home, doesn't matter. He loses them. Then Bupkis in the AFC, so this is like starting at zero again. So really, it's in terms of impresses you with playoff performance, it's Mahomes, Burrow, Hurts, Maybe Trevor Lawrence because he did have a pretty impressive comeback against. And then Herbert. he almost beat almost the Chiefs. Beat the Chiefs, granted. Asterisk. Granted, Mahomes is on a one leg. Yeah. Although he seemed to play better when he was on. That he one always. Leg. I mean, when he was playing against Brady in the Super Bowl and he was throwing passes at a ninety degree angle because yeah, there's no offensive line. Yeah. When his body was parallel to the field. When we were just talking about Mahomes on that one leg, it it made me remember 
how mad I'm going to be this year at the Chiefs always converting third and thirteen. Oh, always, always converting fourth and ten. Like always, it's so. What, it's, what do you it mean? Like, it's like the Warriors in their prime, right? When they would be down ten going into the fourth quarter, and you'd blink and they'd be up ten, right? And it happened every single time. It's the same thing with the Chiefs. Oh, the Chargers are winning by seventeen at halftime. This won't last for much longer than five minutes. In the no, third I mean we saw that in Mahomes' first Super Bowl run. Uh, when what in the AFC Championship game, he was down, or was it the divisional round against Houston? They were oh down twenty four to Watson nothing. Boat raced them to start. The only team in the NFL in the history of the NFL to be down by twenty four points in a playoff game and then win that same game by more than twenty four points. They were down to Vrabel and the Titans in the AFC Championship game that next week too. Right, 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 and right, then right, they, right. Not by that much, no. but then they came back again. Like <laughs> they're that team that you watch, and it's like I said, third and fifteen. And it's an easy 40-yard gain, and you just sit there and go, of course. Like, of course they did. They're, mm-hmm. they're unbelievably unfair. Um, so, I mean, he's... Honestly, it might be a little disrespectful to put any quarterbacks in a tier with him. Like, there might just be a god tier now where it's Mahomes, and until mm-hmm. a Burrow or a Hurts or somebody like that can even get a ring, then we'll start talking about you entering into that conversation. Yeah. Pick, it, I, at, pick I, it at tier five, though. Has has the potential, I think, way more, more so of a than chance. the rest of his pure, tier five partners. Not only that, has yes, to move up, and then has way more of a chance to move up than any chance he has to move down. I think. Yeah, I completely agree if he with moves, that. If 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 not to say that this guy's list is the end all be all barometer of how a quarterback performs in twenty twenty in a season and then projects their next season. But if any list comes out and the general consensus is, yeah, Kenny's kind of moving down on our tier list or kind of staying stagnant, not going to love that. No, I uh, am not at all. You need to see some upward movement from Mm -hmm. Kenny uh, in his second season, that's for sure. You can now listen to Steelers Nation Radio anytime, anywhere. You just say, Alexa, play Steelers Nation Radio from iHeart, and Alexa is going to take care of the rest. We are not too good to do our own draft season, to do our own list ranking radio here on the Steelers Standard. So when we come back, we're going to do snake draft again. We totally effed it up last time. Are we going to do much better this time? I don't think Tune we have to find out. We did. We? we messed up the order. Will we get the order right oh, okay. as we snake draft AFC teams? That's coming up in the next episode. He's Jacob Brecht. I'm Tom Opperman. This is the Steelers Standard.